Welcome everyone to Mom Street USA. We are so happy you're here with us. Um, my name is Jackie, AKA Wishes Mama, and my lovely co-host on this side is Kate, AKA the Disney Cicerone. Um, this is episode six, I believe, of wow. Mom Street USA. Right. Um, and tonight we are going to be discussing all things value resorts. Um, so we've got a lot of really good info to give you guys tonight on um, kind of the quote-unquote cheapest level of the resorts kind of that are available for Disney World and Disneyland um, to help you guys kind of start that planning process. Yeah, and I think this is such a great one for families because um, I feel like there's a lot of families are on a budget. I mean, especially with costs going up with groceries and gas and everything, yeah. like let's let's really... Uh, dig into what you can do to save some money. And I'm sure that we'll do more episodes on how to save money as you travel, but this is specifically okay. how to get the most bang for your buck for where you stay. That's that's yeah. what we're doing today. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, I pretty much always stay at Value Resorts when I go um, because I spend so much time in the parks. Um, yeah. I'm very rarely in my room. I mean, we do typically do like one resort day or an afternoon or whatever it may be. Um, but the majority of the times we're off doing other things. So um, we personally typically just go as cost efficient as possible. Um, yeah. So that way we can spend our money elsewhere while we're down at the parks. Yeah. And I do the same um, when I just go on my solo trips as a creator. I just don't even bother with somewhere that's fancy because I won't spend any right. time there. I spend every single second in the parks that I can. And so I need a, right. a usually it's like clean and safe. Those are yeah. like my main parameters. If it's clean absolutely. and safe, I'm good. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And I think we'll find out tonight that it's a little easier to do that maybe in Orlando than Anaheim from what I've heard from you. And so we'll get some yeah. information about kind of uh, some different options on both coasts. Katie says value resorts are still out of my budget, you rich Disney people. <laughs> Hey, we've, we've got some info for you tonight, Katie. Mm -hmm. So stick around because I have a two pages full of prices and lists for you guys of different um, resorts to be able to add to your list to look at before you go. So we've got info yeah. for you too, Katie. <laughs> and I, I have recently been in a, put, be put in a situation where I have to save as much money as possible. So I'm trying to figure out how to go to Disney on like a super budget. So I've been doing a ton of research for Disneyland for my November trip to figure out where to stay. That's really cheap. Okay. So this is actually like great for this show. Perfect timing. Yeah, no, that's that way. perfect timing. Perfect. All right. Which coast would you like to start on? Oh, let's start with Disney World, especially because you're okay. coming there soon. <laughs> <laughs> I know we leave in two days. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. Um, so Disney World has technically five different resorts in its value category. Um, so Disney really very straightforward breaks down all of their resorts and all of the categories on their website. Um, so if you're looking for prices, it's all very straightforward on the Disney page. Literally go to the Walt Disney World homepage. It's right at the top. Um, you plug in your dates and how many people and then they give you a drop down option um, where it will show you if I can pull it up here. Um, it will give you the option. See, now I'm going to have to try to mess with this mirror again on here. So that way yeah, you guys can aids. see it. I know. Well, it's always helpful, I feel like, to be able to see what in the world we're talking about. So Absolutely. If you're oh, looking. Allie, me too. <laughs> Allie has FOMO for all, everybody going to Disney World. <laughs> I do too. So if you're looking. Okay, mirror. Mirror. Here we go. 
So if you're looking along the top here, you can see that I have plugged in some information. This is just generic information that I was looking at as I was looking. Um, but if you look, let me see if I can do this. In this little drop down here, it will give you the ability to pick what resorts you're looking for. So if you're looking value, the nice thing is they give you the ability to just search by category. So if you, hopefully you guys can see what I'm doing. If you just click that value resort option and then you click view, hopefully view, there it goes. Um, it will give you all five of your options for those value resorts. Um, so again, super, super easy to be able to find on the website. Yeah, and it's a, I get a lot of people that ask me, like, how do you find those resorts cheaper? And the the answer is you can either find one of the, like, the, if they're running a deal, like they, they have like a Disney Plus uh, subscriber deal that's going on. Sometimes mm -hmm. they'll just do discounts. If you're an annual pass holder, there's um, often a discount for that. Um, but for, as far as this, like Disney hotels, there's really like not a lot of deals out there. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's straight through Disney, they don't really have a ton of outside deals. Yeah. Um, they do also sometimes run um, Disney Visa cardholder deals as well. Yeah. So if you've got that, um, keep an eye out for that. But really, it's just, yeah, finding, finding the right time and the right deal to make it, make it worth it. Um, but yeah, deals are hard to find. And you can, on occasion, find stuff on like Priceline and those types of things. But it's always kind of a shot in the dark as to whether or not it's truly a Disney resort when you're on there. Because some yeah. of those websites don't give you the specific resort. They just say Disney area or something generic like that. Um, occasionally, you can kind of process of elimination figure out which one is which. Um, yeah. But it's not always a guarantee that way. Yeah, you have to do, you have to look at like certain things, like what amenities do they have? What, uh, do they have parking that costs a certain amount? Do they have, is it in like Bonnet Creek or Disney Springs area? There's like, there's like a whole list, um, which I'm sure we can post somewhere to help people to, if they want to go that route, but it's a, it, and it's still not guaranteed that you'll end up in a Disney resort. So it's kind of rolling the dice if you feel like let's I'm feeling lucky and you want to try it. You know, there you can sometimes get a really good deal on a Disney hotel, but it's not guaranteed. So, yeah. And having a travel agent that can track some of those deals is always helpful, in my opinion. Um, you know, I come from the side of like I. I mean, you guys know, those of you who know me from Pocket Fam, I, I know what I'm doing when it comes to Disney, um, but I still book through a travel agent um, because I don't then have to spend the time checking the website constantly because my travel agent can do that for me. Um, you know, even though I know what I'm doing when it comes to booking, it's still helpful to have someone kind of helping you out with those. Um, so I know, you know, my travel agent will, will occasionally message me like, hey, I found this deal. Do you want to, you know... Like when we stayed um, back in April, we stayed at a moderate resort and she was able to add a day for us and upgrade our room because of a deal that was happening and we paid less at the end. So it was, you know, things like that that you can look at and that a travel agent can be really helpful for too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Danny said, I feel the hotels near Disneyland don't do AP discounts unless they're super expensive ones. And that's true. Disneyland is a whole nother ballpark from Disney yeah. World in terms of um, they, they give a lot more perks for locals for that are magic key holders that are not necessarily mm -hmm. stays because most of the people that are magic key holders already have a place to stay and that's but because Disney World's a destination they and a lot of annual pass holders are out of state or at least farther away from the park so they give a little bit more discounts at the actual resorts for Disney World right 
Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, so let's talk value resorts at Wait, Disney World. I have World. a question from oh, Katie yes. real quick. If you use an agent and you book and they find it cheaper, will they give money back? You, like, probably either. I will. Yeah, well, and typically at that point, you probably haven't paid your trip in full yet. So your end cost will be adjusted. Um, very rarely, because if you book a, um, a package through a travel agent, through Disney's website, straight, whatever it may be, 30 days before, you have to pay off that full amount. Um, so typically, 30 days before your trip, I don't know that you would ever find a deal that close to your trip. You may, depending on what your dates are and, and when Disney typically rolls out their, their um, deals and things like that. But typically by then you're not gonna find a better deal than what you've already got. So chances are good you haven't paid off your trip. Um, if you have paid off your trip, you would get a refund back. Um, I always suggest to people, especially if you're paying your trip with a gift card or something that's not a standard credit card, hold on to it until you go because whatever payment method you use to pay for the trip, if you end up needing to get any sort of a refund, they're gonna put it right back on that method of payment. So don't throw that gift card away. Make sure you have that credit card still handy. Um, that way they can they can get that re that return payment back to you. I hope that yeah. hope that answered your question, Katie. Yeah, and uh, Tran says she's always looking at hotels, even if she's not going anytime soon. And I think that yeah. we a lot of us are in that category. <laughs> well, I relate and it's to good that <laughs> because I feel like different times of year the the prices will vary and things like that. So it's always helpful, especially if you're looking a year or so in advance. Um, you can kind of track those trends to, to plan accordingly, especially if you've got flexibility in your vacation schedule. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. All right. Any other questions? Or are we ready to push ahead? I think we love questions. So if you've got them, great please comments, ask so. them. I love it. I think it. that's I all it. we got for now. Okay. Well, keep them coming. If you guys have questions and comments as we're going through or opinions to, to chime in on, please um, stick them in our chats. Remember that Kate and I's um, comment sections are separate on TikTok, so we'll relay them back and forth, but feel free to comment as needed. Um, so as I was saying before, Disney World has five different value resorts um, at that lowest level. So three of those resorts are under the all-star category. So you've got all-star movies, all-star music, and all-star sports. Um, so those three category or those three um, resorts are in that same kind of category. Along with those, you've also got Pop Century and Art of Animation. Um, so Disney's value resorts are kind of tiered with the all-stars being the cheapest level pop century is just a tiny step above that and automation another tiny step above that so they're all in the value category but some are less expensive than others in that category um, so for your all-star musics um, movies and sports the majority of those rooms are going to be just your standard four-person room um, you're going to be able to have two beds in there typically now with the renovated rooms that they've recently done, um, the beds, at least one of the beds typically folds up and turns into like a little table um, with some chairs, things like that. So they've got it's a really, really nice, nice, actually. Yeah, really, really yeah. nice setup. They've got new hardwood in them. Um, they've kind of renovated the, the entire insides of these rooms to update them. Um, so they're very, very nice resorts, um, especially, like I said, if you're not spending a ton of time in your room, um, they're, they're perfect for, for basically what you would need. Um, so those standard rooms, I, now I was looking kind of in like the April timeframe, March, April timeframe. So out a little bit, but not too far. Um, and all of these um, numbers that I'm gonna give you tonight are kind of a direct 
comparison because I searched the same dates for every single one um, just to kind of keep it even playing field so you guys can get an idea for where the prices are. Um, so those all-star resorts are typically going to run around 227 a night, kind of in that range. They can be cheaper um, in more off-season. Um, I didn't look those numbers up just yeah, because I wanted like, to give you more accurate information um, because well, most I of the time they're going to be in that range. So mm -hmm. I looked in October and mine were like uh, 160 to 190. So that would be an example of the off season prices, mm -hmm. just a little lower. Yeah. Yeah. So in April, I mean, March and April is like spring break season. So you're going to see a little spike in the, in the prices, which is kind of why I went with that, that range when I was looking, because it is kind of middle of the road. It's not as expensive as the summer months can sometimes be when it's super peak season, but it's not as cheap as kind of those off season times, um, like Kate was mentioning. So somewhere in that range can be as low as 160, 170, can be higher than kind of that 225, 227 that I saw on those. Um, now, All Star Music does offer a family suite. Um, so that's, this would be the cheapest suite option that you would find on property. Um, it will sleep up to six people and it runs around 450 to 480 a night. It's so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> the like, nice thing about the suites is, you know, you've got a separate bedroom to your like main area. So the one part of the room is, is fairly standard. You're going to have the two beds that look almost identical to what a standard room would look like with the bathroom and everything. Um, with the suites, then it's just got the conjoining room that's that you would treat like the master bedroom and an additional bathroom in there. So it sleeps up to six people. You've got a separate kind of master space and you've got the two full bathrooms, which is really, really nice to have, um, especially if you're traveling with five or six people. Um, so those are yeah. kind of your low yeah, Katie end. Says that would be the room she would have with a, with a big fan, stupid big family. Like, yeah, I have, I have a family of five and it's like, yeah. you've got to go with the, what luckily Disney has some of suites that have at least like sleep five, um, in some mm -hmm. of their DVC properties. But I would say like, um, I'm not knowing that those resorts, I think you mentioned that they're being renovated like this. Uh, they're almost all renovated except for sports is currently yes. being renovated. So mm -hmm. you kind of roll in the dice right now. If you right. may get one that's renovated or you might not. And um, right. I think it started in May that they started renovating all those rooms, but they really look like yeah. they're from the nineties. The ones that aren't renovated, they've got like wallpaper yeah. all along the borders oh, yeah. at the top. The, old, the borders <laughs> and the old thin gross carpet and all yeah, that. So it's... they desperately needed it. Um, yeah. And they're so nice once they get them done. Um, so the the suite <laughs> at All Star Music is where we're staying when we go. So I'm really excited to to see what it's like. And they are newly renovated as well. So I'll be excited to kind of scope it out and see what it what those suites are like. Yeah, and I will I will say just from my experience, especially traveling with my bigger family, I tend to I would personally probably not get a value for um, my my size family. Um, at that 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 suite, I think it's a great option. I, uh, but I probably would prefer to rent points for DVC for a suite because it's almost the same price to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge for that price if you feel comfortable renting, which we can talk about on a whole other episode. Yes, but I will just, will I'll just get throw there. that out there. <laughs> yeah, I'll just yes. throw that out there. You know that you can. There's other options that for almost that same price. Mm -hmm. um, that will still give you the room you need for your family. So that's not the only option, but the family suites yeah. can be really great if you have a lot, a big family and you need a place yeah. for six people to stay. 
Yeah, so we're traveling this um, trip with my in-laws, so there are four adults and two kids. So that was part of the reason why. And I just wanted to, honestly, I wanted to check out what the suite was like over there. Yeah. You know, I, for the longest time, I didn't even realize that they had suites over there. So it, it was something that I was, once I saw it, I was like, hmm, let's, yeah, let's they, try that out and let's see. Right, because Art of Animation is the other one that really, in the value yes. that has the family suites, which is funny because Lev mentioned, like, that's, like, that's pretty much a moderate. <laughs> like, in yeah, price it, it can mean, be. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the other two that are kind of in that value category, how Disney puts them. Um, so Pop Century, um, which is another value resort. It's, in my opinion, it's very, very similar to the All-Stars. Um, the biggest perk, in my opinion, for Pop Century is that you've got Skyliner access. Skyliner. Um, so you don't have to wait for the buses. You've got that Skyliner access. For two um, of the resorts. For a few yes, of the parks. For Pop Century just, and for Art of Animation both, which we'll get to that in just a second. Well, I meant, like, um, you don't have to wait for the buses for getting to Hollywood Studios and Epcot, but you will still yes. have to wait for the buses for Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, just to yes. be clear. Yep, absolutely. There's so still that's buses a really, <laughs> yeah, still buses, but not as many buses. Yes. Um, so that's definitely a perk of Pop Century. Um, so Pop Century prices you're looking around in, like again in this price range in April, about two eighty three a night. Um, so a little bit more, about fifty dollars more than what you're you're gonna typically spend at um, the All Stars. Um, so if that's within your budget, you know that's something to look at as well. Um, I will say all of the value resorts have very immersive Disney theming, which is super fun, especially when oh, you're yeah. traveling with kids. Um, they've got big statues and larger than life theming and, and characters from like, movies. Yep, this so is that's movies. Uh, yep, all star movies in the Toy Story area. And then I have, um, let's see what else. There's all sorts of themes all across that you can this check out. This is another out. movies one with the Dalmatians. Yep. So, obviously, super fun themes for the kids. There's a Jungle Book theme. Um, I know. I think that that's a this is art of animation. Pop. This is Pop Century. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, it looks like sports. <laughs> it does. I know. This... I like. I second guessed it for a second. I was like, wait a minute. This one's sports. Mm -hmm. So you can see this is like gigantic things. And now I will say that that like, it's really fun. I think for kids, I really think that the kids really love that. And I know that I don't know if I have a picture of it, but when I was staying at Pop Century. Um, I was looking at the pool, which I didn't go in, but I was looking at it and they have one that's, um, what is it called? It's a computer pool. So they're like a giant yeah. old school computer that's like above the pool, which is yeah. really interesting. And yeah. it's just like a giant, I think where I was staying and they had a giant Rubik's cube. Yep. And this, yeah. Like, it's very, it, Pop Century will give you kind of like through the decades. So they'll give mm -hmm. you all sorts of different kind of themes for the different different decades i was trying to see if i had a picture of the pool area um, i think i I'll have to keep pool. searching around and see if i can find it um but rooms. that is definitely perfect yeah like. so you can see in the picture that kate is showing the one bed is pulled down but the other bed is actually where that table is so those handles that are up on the top there will just pull down and it's very easy to pull down it's not super heavy um doesn't take a lot of effort to be able to pull it down um so you just slide the chairs out of the way and pull that down and there's a whole nother bed back behind there um that you then have access to so that was something that was really nice especially because we eat our breakfast in our room oh, yeah. um it's great. it's really nice to have that additional space with that fold up um and it was something that we just decided like okay whoever is whoever's sleeping on that bed just throw all your stuff in the middle and we'll just shove it up <laughs> into the wall and make space and it'll work out nicely <laughs> i love that 
Yeah, um, so. Lem, Lem pointed out something that I 100% agree on. He said, just avoid all-star uh, during cheer season. And yes. I agree. Anytime that there's... I Especially all-star, all-star sports tends to mm-hmm. get more of them than any of the others. But it is nothing against cheer parents or cheer families or cheer groups or anything. Mm-hmm. And it's not just cheers. It's, there's also soccer and a whole bunch of other teams, too. Yeah. But they can. the, the thing is that they can be very loud (laughs) yeah very loud and it's yeah yeah, that that we'll just sit we'll just leave that there so yes (laughs) I agree yes so check accordingly or have your travel agent double check any big events that may be happening at like wild world of wild world of sports if I can talk um is something always to make sure that you're double checking um and that can be at literally any of the all-stars but like Kate said typically sports is is the the big one for those groups that stay Absolutely. So, um, so that kind of gives you an idea of pop century. Again, like I said, very, very similar to the all stars. Um, you do have that Skyliner access, um, but very, very similar as far as, as rooms and sizes and things like that go. Um, so art of animation is the last one that Disney puts in their, um, value category. Now, some people consider this more of a moderate because the price point does jump again a little bit more. Um, really expensive. Yeah. So um, the thing about Art of Animation is you've really only got two different types of rooms. You've got basically their standard room, which they call their preferred room, which is the Little Mermaid room. Um, So that room is going to be a standard size, but they do kind of up the prices. And the thing about the Little Mermaid rooms is they are very rarely included in the discounts. So they will almost always be an exclusion to the deals and the discounts that Disney runs for whatever reason they typically are not included. Um, so again, in that range that I was looking at, um, about 315 a night for those Little Mermaid rooms. So you can see the difference between an all-star, which is about 225 to 315. So almost a hundred dollar difference between the all-star price and that art of animation price. Now, are the rooms adorable? Absolutely. <laughs> Is yeah. the theming fantastic? Absolutely. Um, but you are paying a little bit more for those rooms. Um, the second type of room that you'll see at Art of Animation are the family suites. Um, so they've got three different themes of family suites at Art of Animation as well. Um, they've got a Lion King suite, a Cars suite, and a Finding Nemo suite. Um, so all three of those will sleep um, they claim to sleep six. I would sleep five personally. Um, yeah. The pull down table bed in those are n- is not as wide as some of the others, um, so it would it would be tight. You could put two littles possibly on that bed, um, but I would not put two adults on that bed in my opinion. Um, but you and I would say can sleep six. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. <laughs> I would say also, I think we forgot to mention that the standard rooms and all of these uh, value resorts, you can have the max capacity of the room plus an infant in a in a crib, technically. Yes. Whether or not there's like space for that is a whole other thing. But there's, yes. you, so you can have, if the max is four, you can have four plus a baby in a crib and, uh, mm-hmm. or if it's six plus a baby in a crib. So if that's helpful yes. for anybody who's traveling with an infant. Yes, and Disney does um, provide pack and plays um, for the value resorts. I don't believe any of the value resorts offer actual cribs. I think those are all kind of at the deluxe resorts um, from my knowledge, um, but they will offer pack and plays for you. Um, Now, we, because we drive, um, we brought our pack and play whenever we had my son when he was little. Um, And I'm trying to see if I can find, I didn't, I looked around and I didn't have a photo of exactly where we had put 
the pack in place. So let me see if I can find that while I'm chatting here. Um, yeah, we are, I am getting a couple comments here. So like we are, uh, yes, there's some great off property resorts. We'll get to that in just a minute. Absolutely. And we also got to talk about Disneyland because we're talking Disney world right now. Um, let's see the family suite at music, uh, would say six adults can fit in there. Yeah, they would agree. Mm -hmm. That's, that's like the max yes. capacity for the room. Um, and then Katie says, my kid's going to get sleeping bags. And I'm like, yep sleeping bags are a great option <laughs> i've also done inflatable like you can get really small inflatable uh, mattresses because mm -hmm. sometimes like if you have maybe you know a, a boy and a girl that are older and you don't they don't want to share a bed or something you know you can put a kid on the floor you know that, mm -hmm. that I've, i have done that before with my yeah. kids when we travel so yeah sometimes in so an, in, go ahead yeah so when we when my son went his first trip he was still um a couple months under two um so he was in a pack and play so we stayed at pop um and we were in a refurbed room and between the dresser and the kitchenette on the wall where the tv is and everything there is just enough space for a pack and play um, so we scooted the table over and, you know, kind of made it rearranging mm -hmm. a little bit. <laughs> so we I do. Mean, you, you have, we have to, to. got to do what you got to do. You have to. <laughs> so there was just enough space between there. So that was helpful that we could kind of push it up against the wall. And there was still a walkway that you could walk between the, when the bed was folded down. Cause that's where the, um, the, the Murphy bed is on that side. Um, so there was still enough room, even when the bed was down that you could walk at the, at the foot of the bed and not run into the pack and play. Um, so there definitely is enough room. You would also be able to fit a pack and play between like the door and the first bed. If you chose to, we chose to push it a little further away from the door just in case, you know, try not to be paranoid, but just in case something were to happen and someone were to try to come my kids in sleeping by the door. Yeah, exactly. It's I mean, weird. even still my kids are older and we still put them as far away from the door as we can. Um, so there would be room there as well. Um, we also did test to see there is room in the bathroom area, which sounds crazy. But like, if you no. know, you're not going to need the bathroom or if you're in like a suite that has kind of that space and you can go into another bathroom or whatever it may be. Um, there is room just barely between like the, where the toilet and the shower are, um, to, to put that in, to put the pack and play in there as well. Well, and I know at like pop century, there's there is the area that is the bathroom like sink area that mm -hmm. you can close off with a door. Oh, thanks Rhonda for the tiny tiny. Um, and yes, then there's and an actual exactly door. Where, mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's a door then that closes off like the toilet and the shower. So you can like yep. put somebody, especially if you have kids that like you, maybe you're going to bed earlier than they are like a, like a small child and you just need like everybody else is still up, but they need to go to bed. That's a yeah. great option for sticking them in there. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it sounds weird, but you got to do what you got to do as a parent. Parent, right yeah. like <laughs> and there's probably just enough room to maneuver around if you push them to one side that you can still get into the bathroom and shower um, yeah. I will forewarn you that if you have not stayed on Disney property and don't know Disney toilets are very loud so keep yeah. that in mind for sure if Maybe you're white noise <laughs> yeah if you're using that process um, just keep that in mind um, and the other thing is, like Kate was saying, you know, you do have the ability to have that extra person in there, depending on what the, the capacity of the rooms are. Um, so in like the suites, you're going to have a lot more room to be able to put a pack and play or a crib or something right. like that in those rooms as well. But in those value rooms, when you're trying to save money, you do what you got to do. And I love that it says, yeah. uh, Gina says, you have to be creative in the value resorts. You absolutely do. Mm -hmm. She says she's used the bathroom area for her pack and play. And then Katie Moon says, if there's two bathtubs, a kid can sleep in one and shower in the other, which the value doesn't really have 
too right. usually. Unless it's you're just, in the suites. Yeah. suites. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yep. yep. And you, you do have to get be creative. creative. And the nice thing is about the value resorts, and this is true for all of the value resorts that have been refurbed, they now, good and bad, they hiked the beds up a little bit, but yeah. that leaves a ton of space underneath for suitcases and extra luggage and those types of things. Not so great if you've got kids that flip and flop around that you're worried about falling out of bed, but it is a nice perk to have if you are not worried about that and you just want a place to, to shove your suitcase. Um, so that is a perk of kind of the newly renovated. They do have a lot of space for that underneath the beds. Right. Absolutely. I think yeah. that's a, a great feature for suitcases, tucking mm-hmm. them underneath there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so for those suites at Art of Animation, um, for the Lion King suite and the Cars suite, you're going to be looking about six eighty dollars a night. Um, so not cheap by any means. Um, typically, we have, we have stayed in those suites when we've been splitting costs with people. Um, yeah. So for example, we're splitting the cost of our suite that we're staying in in two days with my in-laws. Um, so it made it cost more cost effective for us and for them because we're overall spending less on a room than we would if we had booked two separate rooms. Right. Um, so that's kind of the reason why we typically have done the suites. Um, the Finding Nemo suite, for whatever reason, tends to run a little bit more and you're looking about 700 a night for the Finding Nemo suite. Um, and I don't know why that is. I don't I really have no idea because they're all set up the same, all three styles of the suites. I've stayed in Lion King and I've stayed in Finding Nemo. But when we stayed in Finding Nemo, my travel agent booked it under, and I don't know if this is just a travel agent thing, but she booked it under like a, a random like suite booking. So it could have been, we didn't know which, which theme we were going to get. So it wasn't the higher price because we didn't request a Nemo suite. Gotcha. So look into that if you're someone who's booking with a travel agent or not. I've, I've never seen that the ability to book that via directly via the website, um, but p- possibly through a travel agent, you would be able to do that. So we got lucky that we ended up in a Nemo suite. And my guess is the only thing I can think of is just that they're more centrally located. So if you're requesting a Nemo suite, you pay a little bit more to be close to the big blue pool and the main um, building and food court and transportation and those types of things. Um, I have a question from Katie. She says, Disney doesn't have conjoined rooms anywhere, does it? And I was trying to think about that because I know on Disney Cruise they, Line they do. They do um, in some of the value resorts. I, I would have to double and triple too. check, but I'm almost positive they do. But I know, I believe it's not a guarantee. Um, yeah. You can request adjoining rooms in the values, but I do believe it's not a guarantee that you will actually get adjoining rooms. Yeah. Um, so you always want to make sure if you're requesting that, that you've got adults staying in both rooms and you'll have to book it that way. Anyway, you'll have to put adult names, um, on each room. Um, but as far as value resorts, yeah, I've got a lot of people here saying contemporary does DVC does. Yes. I understand that a lot of those kind of moderate, you know, some moderate, some (laughs) deluxe ones and DVC and that type of thing. We will get to those resorts. Yes. In future shows. Um, so we're just, trying to stick to value now just so we can give that information um maria says i think pop has doors that join i think so as well i think so too i think Um, i've seen them oh hi barbie tour guide barbie's in here she can maybe help us with this she is a lovely travel agent barbie do you know if any of the value resorts have adjoining rooms we'll see what she says (laughs) (laughs) um so like i said i think that I think that they do, but let's, we'll, we'll kind of do some additional research here and see and, if we can um, get the answer from our chat. 
Katie Spez says, when is off season for Disney World? Less people in the parks. That is such a loaded question because everything feels like it has changed since the world changed. Um, and so everything that used to be off season isn't necessarily off season now. But you can usually say if it's not a major holiday and the kids are in school, that's usually a pretty good time to go. And that's usually what mm -hmm. I recommend. So not summer, not a major holiday then try to try to go in those seasons. I usually go January, February, but a lot of rides are also renovated during that time. They get refurbed. So you just have to, um, the parks have shorter hours then and a lot of rides get refurbed, but you have shorter waits and less crowds and less, it's less hot. So, you know, yeah. really depends. Yeah, I would say like end of August before Labor Day and then like right after Labor Day, but not during Labor Day. <laughs> um, and then kind of fall gets busy with the, the Halloween parties. Um, but yeah, then I would like say September's January. September's okay. Yeah. September's pretty good. Yeah. And then January, yeah. February, if you can avoid holiday weekends around the, in those months, because there are a couple, um, and race yeah. weekends with, with run Disney events, then you're pretty, yeah. pretty good. Um, but those would be where I would say. Okay. So our lovely assistant toy tour guide Barbie says value and moderate both do have adjoining rooms. Um, so again, okay. that is something that you could look into. Yeah. Victoria and Kathy both say pop does. And Clay says all-star music has conjoined rooms, at least in the country fair area. So, okay. Thank you. So it sounds thank you like everyone for chiming thank in. Thank you. We appreciate your help. <laughs> um, so yeah, it sounds like that is an option. Um, if you're looking for kind of bigger family options, um, but yeah, adjoining rooms or rooms next door can obviously be an option if you're looking for kind of that value price. Um, but again, as Kate mentioned, and as some of our commenters mentioned, we'll talk more about kind of renting DVC for bigger families and what that kind of looks like um, in a few episodes when we get to kind of those. Um, our goal is to start with value this one, move to moderate next episode, and then the following episode do kind of those deluxe and DVC options. So stay tuned. <laughs> yes. Well, and I don't, we haven't really talked about some of the benefits of staying at a, a specifically a Disney resort. Um, I know a lot of them, one is that you get 30 minute early theme park entry um, for staying at any Disney resort. Now the mm -hmm. deluxe resorts have a benefit of like, sometimes they have two extra hours at night. So, you know, that if you pay more, sometimes you get a little bit more time in the parks these days, but mm -hmm. that 30 minutes, if you know, you, everybody can get out the door for it is really like worth it to kind of beat the crowds a little bit and uh, get a little extra time in the, in the parks. We almost always miss yeah. it because it's just so hard to get out the door. <laughs> 30 yeah. minutes goes by so fast it's just like right. done and with kids but... it can it can be tricky to get there on time and some parks are easier to get to than others depending yeah. on buses and skyliners and all those types of things so um, it is a benefit if you feel like you're able to use it um, that's that's definitely for sure um, the thing that's nice that I feel like about being on Disney property is that you don't have to leave the Disney bubble um, and I know a lot of people like that when they go on their vacation you know Everything you need is on property. You can get transportation. You can all of the above. Um, it's, it's all there for you. Um, they've got food court amenities. They've got pools. They've, most resorts have a playground or two. Um, so lots of different things for the kids to do, even at that value level. Um, yeah. All of the value resorts have at least two pools, um, which mm -hmm. is always a nice feature to have. Yeah, and they have also a lot of acti extra activities. They have, like, movies under the stars. Well, they'll do, like, a big inflatable screen, and they'll put it out near the grass or near one of the swimming pools if they have a screen equipped there. Um, or And they'll also do um, campfires at a couple of the resorts. They have campfires as well. So that's really fun um, activities to do with the kids while you're just at the resort. And, yeah, those pools are 
great. Um, and I think the food court makes a lot of sense for families. You know, there's a lot of options. Mm -hmm. You can get what you need. I don't remember. I think this is movies. They kind of look like this. And yep. one of the things they do have at Disney resorts that they brought back, which was gone for a while is refillable mugs. Mm -hmm. And we haven't really talked about that at all, but I've actually never personally got one of these because I just don't drink that much soda, but <laughs> You can get fountain drinks. You pay $19.99, I think, for them. And then you get like a, this is kind of a collection of a few of them. Um, you get this mug that has a little microchip in it. And so you can go and you put it on the, the fountain drink stand and then it will like, on, it'll sense that you've already paid for it and it will refill it. And so it's like unlimited for your length of stay. You can get mm -hmm. all of them. In order to break even for that, it's like about six drinks per person. So if you love to drink fountain drinks, this is a great deal if you know you're going to go. But it is like it, how far away you are from the lobby and you have to kind of plan yeah. on when you're going to get it to, you know, so take right. that. The nice thing account. about those is so we've done the refillable mugs several times um, and we do. We we literally will price it out like, OK, how much does it cost? How much does a fountain drink cost? OK, we got to get our money's worth um, because we do tend to do, you know, they've got tea, they've got, um, you know, the, the sodas and that type of thing. Um, and we fill it up on our way to the buses or the car, fill it up on the way back to the room. You know, anytime we walk by there, we, we try to, to swing by and fill that up. Um, but you can also fill it at any resort on property. So let's say you're going to have a lunch um, somewhere on the Skyliner, like if you're going to um, the Riviera or anywhere like that, if they've got those soda machines, you can fill them there as well. Um, right. So that is something to keep in mind. Um, that just, does yeah, just not in the parks. Correct. You can't has to be at a resort in the parks, just at a resort. And yep. you also have to have your cup with you, I believe. Yes. Right. So, yes, you know, if you want to take you have to carry your cup around. So if yeah. you're OK with putting it in your stroller or a backpack or whatever, then, you know, great. You can get soda and drinks and stuff wherever you're at. Um, yeah. Someone asked if the mugs have a timer. Uh, they do. They, they yes. have. So you, I think it's like a, I don't remember if it's a two minute window that they won't let you refill that quickly I in think between. It is too. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, they do have a, have that timer, but other than that, there's no limit to like how many times you fill it in a day or anything like that. Um, yes, Jazzy is reminding us, don't forget coffee. You can put coffee in your mugs as oh, yeah, well. Yeah. Um, and so they are microwavable something... and mm -hmm. dishwasher safe. Yep. So yep. I'm not um, sure if I'd microwave with the microchip in there. I don't know. <laughs> I, we have when we brought them home, just knowing that we weren't going to reuse them. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but that is, you know, something like that, but Sometimes we, um, upgrade to the like stainless steel ones too. Mm -hmm. So they have some really nice ones out there that aren't just plastic. Yeah. We will fill our mugs in the morning and then when we take them into the parks, we'll just rinse them out with water and then fill them with water sometimes. We typically still have our water bottles, but then we'll fill them with water as well. That way we have just extra water in case it's needed. Um, and the seal on the lids is decent. It's not a, a leak proof seal by any means. Um, but it's a pretty decent seal that if you've got it at least sitting somewhat upright, it's not going to leak all over your stuff. Um, right. I wouldn't put it like inside of a bag. I don't know that I would trust doing that, but I would definitely <laughs> leave it upright in like the base of a stroller or something like that. That you yeah, like you can put it inside the bag if it's not full of any liquid. Like, yes, that's, yes, like, you're absolutely. Just carry absolutely. It. <laughs> yeah. Once you finish drinking said drink, <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's a benefit at any of the resorts. So, um, right. something to to keep in mind with that. Um, we mentioned a little bit about the food court. You've got just basic options at the value resorts. Um, nothing they do really have special, special treats though. They have some yeah, special same, desserts and stuff. Yep. The, the general food is nothing that's really specialty, but they do have typically special seasonal um, 
or kind of like event-based um, snacks and treats usually that they have there. Um, occasionally they'll have like, you know, other little options that will come and go through the different seasons, but um, it's very straightforward. Um, but my kids always find something that they like there and they've got a big enough variety that my kids are not stuck eating the same thing every day that if, you know, if we were to eat there every day, they would be able to have something different every day. Although my kids like to eat the same thing every day. Like <laughs> right? my son would just live on mac and cheese if he could. So oh, we go to that's Disney my daughter. Yep. And I let him eat that all the time. And he just thinks it's the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> but yep. I'm like, you got to eat something with it. Like fruit, yogurt, right. something like, come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Mickey exactly. waffles. Yeah. Mickey yeah. waffles. They do have those at a lot of yes. those value resorts. They've got the Mickey waffles. Yep. So the, the. Yep. So the food courts will serve breakfast and then like a lunch dinner time. Um, they're typically open fairly late into the evening. Um, not usually as late as like if you're staying for super late, like hours at the parks, if you're going to like an after event party or anything like that, they're not typically open past like 10 or 11, yeah. um, depending on the season. So definitely check that out. Um, the other thing that you can do is they do, um, they do mobile order at the, food court so that's a huge perk if you want to order it from your room and then walk down and pick it up um, that way you're not waiting in line to do that that's a really great option and a lot of them will have like a separate mobile order station now that you can go to um, to be able to pick up your stuff um, they do yeah. also um, do like room service sort of like room service where you can order kind of a basic menu of things um, pizza pasta those types of things kind of in like more bigger bulk quantities for like family meals family style so we've done that before when we just didn't want to leave the room and we've been swimming all day and we just wanted something easy and just ordered that and they brought it straight to the room so that's another thing that you can look into as well they do like full pizzas and that type of thing yeah and i something i like to do is right before i leave because i'm traveling back home is i'll do a mobile order while i'm like maybe waiting for my bus transportation and i'll ask them for a bag to take it but they'll actually order a whole bunch of desserts to take home the ones that travel really well and i'll stick them in my bag to bring home and then we have treats for like just you know a day or two after just to bring the magic home with us because you know the disney yeah. blues are is a real thing so yeah <laughs> and yeah ali beth chicken nuggets are available i know they do chicken nuggets french fries mac and cheese pizza pasta um those types of options um and yeah, the all-star food courts are great. Yeah. I, I have had no issues with the food. It's not yeah, the fanciest food. It's your basic run-of-the-mill kind of food court options, but it it's good food. I mean, I've never had any any major issues with any of the food courts at the, the value resorts. Yeah. I've had some like really good pasta and stuff there. Like they have some good options. I feel mm -hmm. like I've never felt like, oh, I'm eating at like a cafeteria or something, you know? Like it's no, actually yeah. some very good things to eat. And I, I, I love their kind of seasonal treats that they have because each mm -hmm. resort has their own unique one usually. And yeah. so I like to do that. Um, and, oh, and Anne says she's staying at Riverside getting the beignets. We, we'll have to talk about all of yes. that when we do the moderate <laughs> ones. Next episode. <laughs> yes, next episode. <laughs> well, and the nice thing is about those food courts as well, they always have some sort of fresh fruit. They've got lots of different, like, juices and waters and things like that if you need to stock up on that type of stuff. Um, you know, yeah. we've talked about groceries before. You can always order those groceries in as well to have those options. But if you run out or you're forgetting or you don't feel like ordering groceries and you just want to buy at the resorts they do have a ton of options for those types of things as well yeah and another thing we didn't mention is that they a lot of them have arcades as well for kids to mm -hmm. play games and i know that this is also true in some moderate resorts and deluxe resorts but 
it's just another extra activity that your kids can do, especially if you're, and I, I feel like Pop Century had a specific scavenger hunt for kind of like classic Disney things. And so I'm going to look a little bit more into that because I saw yeah. something that was like Mike Fink keel boats and it had, it looked like the old Disney font and it had a number on it. And I asked mm-hmm. somebody, I was like, what is that? Why is Mike Fink keel boats here as a Disney historian? I'm like, what, what? Like, tell me all the <laughs> what things. What is happening? They're, like, oh. <laughs> they're like, this is a, this is a scavenger hunt that you can do. So mm-hmm. there's, there's like extra activities at each uh, resort as well that your kids can do and sometimes they even have like a schedule of like what's available I know they do that at moderate and deluxe resorts will actually have a schedule of like what's going on for the week and things you can do so and what movies or what nights and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff they definitely have um the pools tend to have a lot of different activities they'll do games and and things like that at the pools um so tons to do even at the value level um you know they're definitely very i mean all of the disney resorts are family friendly but the values especially um they understand that typically a lot of families stay there because it is more cost effective for larger families to typically stay at the value resorts i have a question how expensive is the food in the hotel and i feel like it's disney prices it is <laughs> it doesn't tell you yes. it's like it is so, um let me see i've got pop century pulled up here Good. Um, trying to remember i don't want to say anything wrong but i feel like it's right, it's I kind of typical way you pay in the parks pull. is similar to what you pay at the resorts yeah let's see if it'll let me pull up the menu yeah grocery delivery is so clutch yeah i agree grocery delivery is how you save a lot of money and we've Thank talked about that in previous episode i think that was in our packing episode episode two is that two Yes, um, it was episode two. We talked all about grocery delivery and how that, um, how to do that, what companies you could use, how to go about doing that to help save money. So, absolutely. Sorry, it's very slowly loading. Um, <laughs> okay, view menu. So all of these menus, if you are looking at prices and wanting to know, are available in the app, in the My Disney Experience app, and on the website. Um, so if I'm looking at lunch and dinner options, um, let's see, they've got, um, so like they've got burgers and chicken for around 11 or $12, um, for the meal. And it typically comes with a side of like fries. Um, they've got some decent entrees right now. They've got a salmon entree, braised beef. They've got, um, chili, Shrimp and grits, buttermilk chicken, those are all around $15, $16 for the meal. Um, sandwiches around 9 and $10. Um, pizzas, you can get like a large pizza, about $18, $19. So Disney it is, you know, prices, it's, it's yeah. still kind of Disney prices. Um, if you're looking at like kids' meals, you can get kids' meals for like 7 or $8. Um, which if you're someone who doesn't eat a lot, I don't eat that much. Um, I will tend to order kids meals sometimes. Um, sometimes my younger children will split one, like Mm -hmm. because there's so much food there, there's no way they're going to finish it. We do that a lot at Disney is that they'll, they'll split and I'll, uh, maybe I'll bring like supplemental things to like, you know, make their meal complete, you know, that I've got for my groceries or whatever. So I'll carry that in my bag. So they still get some Disney food, but it Mm -hmm. also is cheaper that way. So I tend to do that. And I'm sorry, too, you got to give me one second. My dogs are barking like crazy upstairs, and I am the only one home, and I really don't want them to wake up my kids. That's so okay. I will be do, right back. Do sorry, do. real mom life here for a second. <laughs> I will be right back. Yeah. Oh, and I see that you say you're hotel hopping to save money. Three hotels with nine nights. Um, yeah, that, that really can help. And even I've done a lot of hopping um, 
within like doing what they call a split stay in the Disney resort and going from resort to resort, which you could also do in Disney property. They will transfer your bags for you. You just have to make sure you get everything you need for them out of the day uh, for the day out of them before you do that. Um, but that is to stay off property first and then go on property, I think is a, the great, a great way to go about it. If you can only splurge for like one or two nights, just don't go the other way. Don't stay on property in like a deluxe or moderate or something, and then go off property and stay in a really cheap hotel because you'll feel like you're, it'll be sad because <laughs> you'll feel like you're getting, you're going down and it's just like, oh, okay. So always go the other way. That's the right way to go with it go up, build up in resorts, I say, especially if you're going to do a split say. I started in a, a value. I started in movies one time and then I went to boardwalk after and I felt like that was the perfect mix. And I loved both of them for different reasons. They're just different experiences. Um, your kids get so hot, they just snack and never eat meals. Yeah, I know my kids do that too. So yeah, there's, um, I think we're going to see what other things, there's a also a lot of, uh, there's, shops that are specific to these value resorts as well so they have sometimes they have their own merch just for the value resorts i haven't seen as much of that recently but so you can get some things that are specific to your for your stay in the the store and they also have um things that you might just need for your family in there as well like sunscreen and extra snacks and you know they almost all of those disney resorts have like sundries uh stores deodorant things you might have forgotten um, in the store. So that's also really helpful if you're traveling and you're just like need extra stuff or don't have enough or forgot something. So yes, sorry, I'm back. My dogs are barking at nothing upstairs, but waking my children (laughs) up. So it's great. Oh, that's (laughs) terrible. (laughs) (sighs) Such is the life. And of course my husband is like working later tonight than typical on a Thursday. So like normally he'd be home well home by now. And that's probably why they're barking because they're angry at me, but it's, fine that's okay we understand it's real life oh my goodness my goodness yes so we talked about a lot of value resorts should we move off property a little bit sure yeah so I'm gonna kind of run down probably fairly quickly some different off property resorts um I'll be completely honest with you and Kate and I were talking about this earlier I don't ever stay off property just my personal preference not at Um, Disney World yeah (laughs) I like to be yeah yeah (laughs) So um, I like to be on property. I like to be in that Disney bubble. I feel safe. I feel secure. I know I can get where I need to go. Um, You know, I know that I'm always going to have friendly cast members that are available to help me with stuff. So that's just my personal preference. I enjoy staying on property. Um, But we did want to give you guys some options of what some off-property numbers look like. Um, So let's talk Universal for a moment. Um, Universal has kind of four different options that they put in their lowest category um, of their kind of value resort, um, so to speak, if you're price comparing. Um, So you've got um, at Universal Dockside Inn and Suites and Surfside Inn and Suites. Um, And those um, two buildings are basically the same price all the way across. They've got similar structure, similar makeup. Um, For their standard rooms, which will sleep for, kind of comparing to the standard rooms of Disney, um, looking around 210 a night. Um, Again, same week that I looked at for the All-Stars. So a tiny bit cheaper than kind of what that All-Star rate is. But again, Disney, and I don't know how Universal runs their... uh, 
deals and things like that because I have not stayed at Universal. Um, but Disney tends to run a lot of deals. So typically you can get kind of those cheaper rates like we were talking about earlier. Um, yes, Barbie, I did say Universal <laughs> Resorts. Um, so Tour Guide Barbie, who is in here on my chat, if you have questions about things like Universal and Off-Property, uh, contact her. She's a great a great resource to use or any of the other travel agents we've got in Pocket Fam in the Discord. Feel free. Um, so again, around two two ten a night, um, they do have suites in those options as well. Um, their suites will run um, between two fifty and three hundred a night, depending on what um, kind of makeup you have in those suites. So some of them are just two bedroom suites. Some of them have a pool view. Some of them, you know, different options that you have there um, for their suites as well. Um, the other two resorts that they have are the. Aventura Hotel, which I may have said that wrong, and um, Cabana Bay. Um, so those are looking around two forty a night. Yeah, I would call um, those moderates probably. If yeah, I was and just... it was hard to to tell, but I was looking at kind of what is in a similar price range to the to the values that we were finding. So everything's just cheaper at Universal. <laughs> yes, yes, it just tends to be for you know. Whatever yeah. reason you may decide to, to believe, um, so around two forty a night, and those do have suites as well that are um, that Cabana Bay has suites that are about three hundred a night, um, and uh, the Aventura has ones that are about four hundred a night. So, just kind of depends on what you're looking. Um, Torge Barbie is saying that it looks like two ten is pretty high for those. Oh, for Surfside and Dockside. And that could be, Barbie, I'm looking kind of in the April time frame, which is a little bit probably higher prices than what maybe is standard. Um, Aventura is considered value. Cabana Bay is considered a high value, she said. Um, so all kind of in that value range at, at Universal. Um, so that kind of gives you a, a comparison. And like Kate said, they're, they're just less expensive over there. Yeah. So if you're a family that's going to split your time between Disney and Universal, um, that may be something to look into. You obviously would lose a few of the perks that you get from staying on Disney property for doing that. But cost-wise, that may be something that your family wants to do. Yeah, especially if you want to go to Universal. You know, that would be a great yeah. option to stay close. Because I know then those um, resorts do get perks at Universal. So you get kind of the early entry. Um, some of the Universal resorts have more perks. The higher-end ones have more perks. So it just depends on where you stay. Um, a lot of these kind of lower-value resorts have just that kind of extended entry or early access to, to the parks from Universal. Yeah. Um, and so then when it comes to, like, Disney area um, outside resorts. I know one of the options that um, I think tour guide Barbie mentioned to us was like Airbnb is a great one, um, especially if you have a family like Katie Moon. She's like the family of six. So Airbnb is a great option or probably Verbo, like anywhere that you would do a vacation rental um, mm -hmm. where you can find um, a, a house or a condo or something that actually yeah. has a full kitchen and, and place for you to stay. Um, that those are really great options. And there are some fabulous Disney ones that are all themed out that are nearby yeah. and some of them even have pools and things. So, you know, yeah. those are, those are great options for families. Yeah. And I was, I did just a quick search after I kind of saw Barbie stick that in the discord when we kind of put in there looking for other people's opinions, you can get Airbnbs for, I mean, well, I was looking in a range again, that same week that I had been looking at everything for, um, hundred to two seventy five a night, depending on location, amenities the size of the place if it's a house or a condo if it's got a pool if it you know lots of different variables when it comes to airbnb um 
when I was looking on Verbo, there were a little bit cheaper, even on there, looking around 85 to then they do go up to like the 250 at night, depending. Um, so those are definitely things to consider. But also, if you're staying there, you've got to consider your transportation budget. Are you planning to take yeah. an Uber or a Lyft? Are you going to rent a car? Those types of things. And maybe a car rental is what you're planning, knowing that you're going to be staying at an Airbnb off property. You know, those those types of things are are definitely ones to consider when you're looking at your overall budget but airbnb and verbo are definitely good options to look into yeah and it and then when it comes to hotels themselves um i always say try to look in the bonnet creek or disney springs area i feel Mm -hmm. like those are a lot of the ones that are closer to it um all of you guys can chime in though if you found one that is closer but that's just what i have read up when i'm researching all this um that those are usually the, the areas you want to try to stay in. Um, but you looked up actually some hotels, right? Yeah. So I kind of put some feelers out to people um, and Kirk got back to me about some of the different of options he that did. he stays at. I know, <laughs> of course. But a lot of the times, especially when he goes for different events, you know, he's staying over tonight because he's going to Halloween Horror Nights. Um, he's right. staying off property. Um, so definitely look into if you've got already points for a hotel or different, different, you know, brand of hotels, things like that can be very, very beneficial. But um, there are tons of Holiday Inn and Holiday Inn Expresses that are all fairly decent and good, you know, neat, decently priced. Um, again, comparing the same week, um, looking at 175 to 200 a night, depending on the location. And um, if it's a Holiday Inn or an Express, you know, those types of little variables, but around that. Um, so even, you know, cheaper than those all-stars that we were looking at for that same week in that moment. Um, Wyndham Garden, Lake Buena Vista in Disney Springs area, um, looks around to be 130 a night. Um, yeah, and the Hilt, they, yeah, Anne says that if you sign up as a Wyndham member, you get should get 10% off the rooms for that one, too. Okay, so. that's good to know. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, I looked at the Hilton, Buena Vista, Disney Springs. So even when you think Hilton, you, you know, typically think those are a little nicer hotels, still looking right around 200 a night. So very comparable to those value resorts that you're looking at for Disney. Um, uh, Kathy uh, says she loves the Holiday Inn near Disney Springs. So another yeah. vote for Holiday Inn. Yeah. Um, Christina had mentioned she likes to stay at the Staybridge Lake Buena Vista area ones. Right. Um, because, and I looked at their website. They've got so many different configurations of rooms and suites for what you need. Um, they would be a fantastic option. And they're, you're looking around 220 a night. Um, but they've got some two and three bedroom suites that are like 250, 275 a night, which is not bad at all considering yeah. we were looking at the value resort you know, sweets and looking at over double from what, from what that was, you know, what they were asking. Um, Marriott, you've got the Delta for Marriott looking at about 165 a night and the Sheraton Lake Buena Vista. Um, they've got regular standard rooms about 135 a night and suites about 235 a night. So I know I ran through a lot of numbers if you, and titles, if you guys want those, um, post in discord or send us a message and we can get you more, more details about the ones that we kind of found to be ones that people had directly suggested for us you know there there are some hotels in the area that can be not as nice I mean you you never know kind of once you go off property unfortunately what you may get Um, some of the um, I've been told some of the resorts and the hotels on Hotel Plaza which is one of the main roads near like the Disney Springs area can be a little iffy Um, and to watch out for some of the extra hidden fees on some of those Um, yeah And again, with these off-property ones, you're going to have to think about transportation. Some of them do offer 
shuttles, but they may not be the most convenient timing for what you're looking for. It may be like they take you at 10 a.m. and pick you up at 6 p.m. when you really want to spend all day in the parks. So again, something to consider transportation-wise. Right, absolutely. I, I think that if I was to stay off property, I probably would rent a car, especially with a family. I think mm -hmm. I would just be the easiest option. Um, so just adding that cost in there, is it still a cost effective if right. you know you rent a car? You know, you gotta weigh that for yourself. But some of those places are significantly cheaper than some of these value resorts yeah. for Disney. So Yeah, you know. Bree is saying some of the hotels yeah offer transportation to the parks not always convenient. Emma said we stayed at the B, like the letter B hotel, seventy seven dollars a night in May. It was a great hotel with free park transportation. That's so great. that's something to look at as well. Um, Barbie is saying also always check the map for your hotel places will claim to be the Disney area, but they'll be at least sometimes 30 minutes away. So yeah, that's definitely oh, yeah. something to look so, into that Disney far. Springs area has a lot of good options that are fairly close to property without being, you know, and some of them, some of those I believe are even technically on property over there. Um, mm -hmm. I think, isn't the Wyndham technically on property over there? I think or very, so. very close if not. Um, yeah. So, you know, t take a look at the map, see where you want to be. You know, if you want to be close to Springs, those options may be really, really great for you. Um, but do keep in mind that even though they are technically Disney Springs area, a lot of the times you're still going to have to take a transportation to Disney Springs. It's not something that's walkable um, necessarily from those yeah. resorts as well. Um, so keep that it's in pretty mind. pretty much that, just the Disney ones that are walkable, I would say. Mm -hmm. What is it? Like Key West? Is that over there near there? I want to say Saratoga Springs. That's what yes. I'm thinking of. Yes. Yeah. Saratoga yeah. Springs is right next door yes. to it. So keep in mind those transportation options are always going to be something that you're going to need to take into take into account when you're budgeting. Um, Barbie says a lot of the hotel boulevard hotels are partner hotels and you'll still get early access. Um, so hotel boulevard hotels is what Barbie is saying over here. So take, keep that in mind as you're looking as well. Yeah. And Christina and Katie Moon says that they rent a car and they always drive. And that, that makes sense. That makes so much sense for yeah. staying, especially yeah, with kids. Like if I was just like freewheeling it as like just with my husband and it didn't matter as much, like, but geez, with kids, it's so much harder. Yeah. And do keep in mind, again, as we're talking about budget and transportation, if you're not staying on property technically at a Disney hotel, you're going to pay to park at the parks. Um, so, again, factor that into your budget, um, yeah. you know, that you're going to get probably at least a $25 a day parking um, charge if you are planning on driving to parks. Now, parking at Disney Springs is free, so if you're going to shop or eat dinner or whatever it may be, you know, over at Disney Springs, the parking over there is free. Um, but if you are going to park at the parks, do do keep that in mind. Yep, that's great. So that was a lot of information about Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> well, Disneyland doesn't have so, quite as much to talk about, so yeah. it's okay. So again, so. I literally had like two full pages. So again, if there was anything we talked about or any hotels that you're like, oh, can you tell me the name of it? Post in Discord, send us a message. We'll try to get some of this compiled into an infographic. We still owe you an infographic from last week, too. Um, life has been, been very busy <laughs> with me prepping for my trip and Kate going through a whole lot of... Uh, there's a bug, sorry. <laughs> a whole lot of uh, job change, change things, yeah. life changes. So we will get those to you guys as soon as we can. Um, but feel free to message and reach out to us in the meantime so that way we can help... Um, help give you guys the information you're looking for. Uh, Katie Moon says, 
don't you have to pay now to park in the value resorts too? I'm pretty sure it's it's 25 a night, like every. It's either 20 or 25. I can't remember offhand. And is if it, Barbie is still in here, she 25. probably knows. Um, but let unless me you're see. renting DVC, in which case it's free because it's included. So. Yes. Let me see if I can find. I will. I'm on the Disney website right now, so let me see if I can search and find that. Yeah, spreadsheet would be good for all of this. I agree. To see all the different savings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, Barbie says you're paying for all of them. Yes, you, you are paying to park spreadsheet. pretty much anywhere you go. Um, let me see. What are you looking up? <laughs> I'm like, I missed it. To, to see how much the parking fee is. Oh, okay. Well, I'll start talking about Disneyland while you look that up if you want. Go for it. Um, that would so, be great. Disneyland is, um, just to give a tiny, tiny bit of Disney history, since that's my thing, um, when they, when Walt Disney built Disneyland, it, um, he only had so much money and it was honestly in the middle of all of these orange groves, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, and so they built, they, they only purchased so much land to build this resort because that's all the money they had in order to build the rest of Disneyland. So they could not purchase all of the land that's around Disneyland. And as soon as Disneyland was going to be a successful thing, remember everybody called it Walt's Folly and they didn't think it was going to be successful. But once they realized it was, everybody bought up all of the land around Disneyland and they had no money to do anything with it, which is a large reason why Disney bought, did the Florida project and purchased all the land in, in Florida so that they could he could build it the way he wanted with all of the resorts and all the things. And they have way more land than they might ever use, you know, in Florida. And that's a whole nother story about how they did that, which was great. It's There's actually like buying Disney's land, buying something there's a really great book about it but anyway so that's it's kind of like a, a covert cia operation it reads like a spy novel so it was a really great book about it anyway so disneyland when you're thinking about going to disneyland you've got to think about how um so the disney properties there's only three of them which we'll talk more about in our deluxe one because they really are all deluxe resorts and they're very very expensive very expensive and the only way I've ever stayed in one was by renting DVC points because I couldn't afford it any other way, quite honestly. So um, in Disneyland, the best thing is about Disneyland is that you can walk to the resorts. And from almost anywhere that you stay around there, you can walk, which is fabulous. It's like less than a five to ten minute walk from most of the places that surround it because Disney doesn't own those properties and all these motels got built about it and they couldn't necessarily charge a lot for these motels now if they're still using those old buildings because they're dated and old like who wants to pay a lot to stay in a motel right so it's right. like with a parking yeah. lot in the middle so yeah. um because of that i was looking up i know my like to go go-to places to stay are more in the moderate price level usually for me just because of how i travel and being a woman alone and i'm trying to make sure i'm safe and i don't walk very far but I did do a lot of research on where are some places that are really good, uh, clean places, safe places, maybe some ones that serve continental breakfast, because that can really help your costs. Um, a lot of these places do, and some of them even have, you know, little verandas you can eat on that are really lovely, and which ones have pools as well for kids. Um, so looking up some of those, I would say 
your best strategy is to make sure you can try to get on Harbor Boulevard if you can. Harbor Boulevard, if you like, you're looking at Disney, it like runs all the way down the side of Disney, and the entrance to Disney's in the middle of that section, okay? Because that's like where the entrance plaza is. So the closer you can get to that little entrance area, that's the better place to stay. Um, but those hotels tend to be a little bit more expensive because of their location, because it's literally five minute walk to the gate. So if you go down Harbor Boulevard, at the bottom of Disneyland is Catella Avenue. So we have Harbor Boulevard and Catella. And so in the other side of Catella, there is a area that is um, Disneyland Drive, which is kind of like the back entrance that goes up to Disneyland um, the Disneyland Hotel. And then through downtown Disney, you can walk through to get to the parks. It's a little longer of a walk. But if you do that, a lot of the way is walking on Disney property. So it's relatively safe. You know, it's still Anaheim, so be safe. But, but you're going to have pretty... probably well-lit and yeah, sidewalks you know, it's to walk on. That... Disney property, right. Yeah. Because some of, some, there are a lot of parts of Anaheim that um, have a lot of homeless people or there's a lot of things. It's, it's, it's you know, it's a, it's, it's a place. <laughs> so you just have to be careful where you go. So um, anyway, that's being said, the ones that are down here on um, Catella Avenue are a little bit cheaper so those are usually probably ones that you'll end up looking into if you want to stay. And honestly, I go by, I use TripAdvisor a lot. I go by things that I know have had solid reviews, solid pictures for safety, for cleanliness, for all the things that I need. Um, that's usually my go-to. Um, the Anaheim Hotel is one of the closest ones that I found that was under 200. I was like, where can I find that's under $200 that I could recommend? Yeah. Anaheim Hotel's got really great reviews, and, and a lot of the time it's under 200 Unless you get a suite, it brings it up past that. Um, also, the, um, the Alamo Inn used to be really super sketchy, but they renovated it recently and actually looks really nice um, now, but definitely is a, I, I think it's like 150 per night, so very solid, or even less if they're running a deal, so that one's real solid. <laughs> Kate is trying to say it's sketchy without saying it's sketchy. It is a little bit. LA is a dangerous place sometimes. It depends yeah. on where you're at. Like a lot of cities are, but it's it's a it can be very dangerous. But I would say right around the Disney area is not too bad. It's just you just be careful where you go. But and it's um, so different from Disney World when you've got the whole property and the Disney bubble and all that. You know, you're not in downtown Orlando. Um, you're completely yeah. separate. So it's it's just a totally different feel when it comes to walking around. Yeah, it areas. is. And Disneyland has three resorts. They have um, the, I think they're turning it into a different one. I, I'm trying to say Paradise Pier. Is that what it's called? They've got that one that I like never recommend. So I don't ever remember the name of it. And then they have the Disneyland <laughs> Hotel and then the Grand California, which is my absolute favorite. The Disneyland Hotel has a lot of history. So I go there just to walk around it and see all the like historic pictures and stuff. But the Grand Californian is my favorite. And we'll talk more about that later. I won't get into all the details about why it is. Yeah. But those ones are really like the Disney bubble, like you're talking about. If you want to stay mm -hmm. in the Disney bubble, those are the places you have to stay. And they're very expensive. So, <laughs> um, so you know, you can save your pennies for a really long time if you want to stay in the <laughs> Disney bubble, I guess. Or you can rent DVC points, which, again, will be in another episode. We'll go into that. So, um, But Disneyland itself, there's another one... Um, Hotel Indigo wasn't too bad. It got some good reviews. King's Inn got a lot of really great reviews that I saw. 
I have not stayed in a lot of these places because I have my like solid places. There's a Holiday Inn there too. Mm-hmm. It's a Holiday Inn and Suites that I think, I feel like we can just solidly recommend Holiday Inn for families in general. Like it seems yeah, <laughs> across the board, pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah. But my best advice is try to stay as close as possible. Cause even when you're looking on the maps, they're like, oh, it's just like a half block away. Like those blocks are super long. Like, you, yeah. like 10 minute, 20 minute walk at least. It's especially with kids at the end of the night. Stay as close as possible to the resort mm-hmm. entrance. That's my best Disneyland advice. <laughs> yes. And map it yeah. with your maps on your phone and do the walking directions and see yes. how long it's yes. going to take because it may be further than you think. <laughs> yeah. Those ones on Catella Avenue, they can be like a 20, 22 minute walk to the gates. So it's it's not a close walk. but And some, some of them do offer shuttles, but usually they don't because they know people are just going to walk on Disney property. So, right. They don't close enough. Yeah. Emma said sometimes Midwest, the Midwest holiday inns can be sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong, Emma, but yeah. typically the ones that we're looking at in Orlando Disney and, and Disney, yeah, <laughs> Disney ones seem to be, seem to be good. Well, and a lot of those ones that you have where they're kind of the, the chain ones that you're used to hearing they, they've got to stay relevant and they've got to try to compete and get people to stay there and so a lot of them are doing what, what they need to do which is helpful for yeah. those of us that are traveling on a budget <laughs> yeah well and I love that the Disneyland ones because they're kind of this like mid-century feel to them because that's when they were created a lot of them are doing some really creative renovations and turning them into like boutique hotels, which is really cool. fun, you know, instead yeah. of just demolishing them and building something new, which a few of them have been. They're really um, trying to make the most of what they have, I suppose, is the best way to put and it. And the space that they have, because the a space. lot of them are completely confined to, you know, their tiny lots that they've they've yeah. had for centuries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And something I always ask, um, sometimes I'll even call the hotel and ask, I have to make sure that they have a place to hold my bags if I'm flying. Like, do you have a secure place to hold my bags during the day in case I have to check out, but I'm still going to the parks or check in early? Same thing. Um, I ask that question. I also ask if they have a night security guard that's on property, especially if you are parking there or have a rental car because there are people that do car break-ins and stuff. And so I always feel much more secure if I know there's security walking around the campus at night that, you know, not somebody's not going to try to get in my room or, you know, because it's just so kind of exposed staying in motels, you know, you're not, you don't have, it's not the value resorts at Disney. <laughs> right. Um, Jazzy's saying there's a Marriott right across the street on Coachella that is pretty okay and it's themed, she said, so... Yeah, there's some great ones that are moderate level. I would, this is like, I'm just talking budget hotels. So yeah, we'll bottom, definitely next time, level. <laughs> I'll give you all the great moderate ones that I have personally <laughs> stayed in and know a lot about in the next one. This one is just kind of like, how do you get there on a very small budget? So those are, that's yeah. what I'd recommend. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I think that's all I got for Disneyland. It's yeah, just like, so Disneyland, pretty straightforward. Again, like yeah. we said, Disney World has a lot just because it's such, you know, a bigger area, more space to work with, more hotels to work with. So, um, again, if we went over anything that you're like, oh, I need to hear that again. I need to, you know, I want to know what the names of these hotels were. Feel free to reach out to us. We are more than happy to send you over the the little bit of research that we did. Um, we try to give you a big picture and give you all the information that we can so you guys can can help plan your own trips and be be successful with that. Absolutely. And uh, um, the Discord is, we there's links in our bios to join the Pocket Fam 
Walrus Corp Discord. So if you're wondering what we're talking about, <laughs> that's that's what we're talking about. And we're just a great uh, community of people who love Disney. And we've got a special channel on there for Mom Street USA. And you can ask us any questions anytime and we'll respond as soon as we're able. Yeah, maybe absolutely. Jazzy's saying um, at that Marriott, she's gotten rooms there before under $100 a night. So that's, that's definitely great. one to, to add to that kind of value category list. I'll write it down. Thanks, Perfect. Jazzy. <laughs> we always appreciate the the help. So um, now what are the like food options like at some of those resorts? Do they typically have like food courts or are they more straightforward? No. Yeah. No, it's, it's they're small. Like they're very, yeah. you know, they have limited rooms and space. Some of them they'll do like that continental breakfast. That's pretty common. Some of them will even do a hot breakfast. But there's a lot of options to eat that are nearby in on just on Catella and Harbor, there's um, there's an IHOP, there's a, a Denny's, I think. There's like there's a whole bunch of just like family friendly places to eat that are just on those streets. So, um, and again, you can also get the grocery grocery delivery as well. That's always really handy. Um, I do that. I think Vons is one that delivers, and um, then Amazon Amazon Prime, like Amazon Fresh or whatever they call it. But um, so I do grocery delivery too there. And then, um, then you can also walk pretty easily to downtown Disney from any of those resorts. And they have all kinds of restaurants there as well. Of course, they're a little more spendy. It's Disney. Right. But there's lots of options to do express windows and stuff for kids. We love to do, I think it's Vianopoli is the name of it. But it's the pizza place that's in Disney Springs. We love to order like maybe two pizzas for the family. And we all just kind of eat them uh, really quickly. So yeah. that's one of our favorite places. Yeah. Jazzy is saying all of Coachella is a food court. <laughs> so apparently lots yeah. of options in, in that area as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a ton. Yeah. It's just oh. like the, the whole area is just like hotels and restaurants. So, yeah. Um, Barbie is asking, is Mimi's Cafe still open across the street from Disneyland? That's a great question. I'll look when I go. I don't know. <laughs> we should probably just Google it, but it'll yeah, be faster. Right. But yeah, no, I don't know. That's a great question. I've never been there. So that's new to me. Yeah. Well, there you go. Add it to your list of things to, to scope out whenever you go. Right down. <laughs> Especially if it's budget friendly. I need those right. things right now. Let's yeah. see. Mimi's Cafe. So I think that's all I have. Yes, yeah, so Todd had a good comment. All of this just depends on your family goals and dynamics. Exactly what you for what sure. you're looking for and what type of if you're worried about theming and amenities or pools or food options or whatever it may be, um, you know, all good things that you definitely want to make sure that you're looking at for your resort um, to make sure it has what you're what you're going to need if you're ordering groceries or not ordering groceries. You know, all those things that we've talked about up to this point um, for kind of your prep before you get there. Those are things that you want to consider when looking at your at your hotel, because um, I know that even too for us, like in the values in the standard values, there's not a ton of space to do food prep. Um, you know, they have so the true. tables, but if you've got kids that are eating and you're trying to prep lunches, there's not a ton of space. Um, so kind of planning accordingly for that, especially if you're, you know, a lot of the times we utilize the top of that dresser for things, you know, charging and whatever it may be. So, you know, that's pretty much your only counter space that you've got is at the top of that dresser in those standard rooms. So things like that are just, you know, knowing what space you're going to need are, are good to know. Um, I did want to mention, because I had forgotten when we talked about kind of the space, again, in the value resorts that um, we have been able to, no problem, have 
um, double strollers. We do typically the front to back strollers. Um, we've been able to have double strollers in there and them not be in the way. Um, we've been able to have, um, even with like our pack and play, you know, or that type of a setup, we've been able to have that in there. So they're tight, but there is enough space for kind of what your family may need, depending on strollers and pack and plays and those types of things. So um, you know, the other I have thing... seen people leave their strollers outside the rooms in values too. I've never done that, but there's people that do that. So yeah, I, I mean, it well, probably I guess your... would be okay. But again, it's one of those things that like, are you willing to risk it and yeah. willing to then have to either try to rent very quickly or use a park stroller? I, that's up to you. <laughs> that yeah. would be your, your own discretion. Yeah. I would um, say people do that. I don't know yes. if I would do that, but people do this. <laughs> Yes. And being in Disney World, different from Disneyland, but like we, because we drive to the parks, we leave our stroller in our van. So we don't ever yeah. have to worry about hauling it back and forth. Um, again, Disney World. Bragging the how you have all this car space. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. it's the truth. <laughs> he was like, I it's just take my whole house with me because it's easier. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's fine. <laughs> That's what like, minivans and SUVs are good for when you're traveling. I can. I mean, so you're like weighing every item to make sure we have enough space for. <laughs> you're not wrong. I I did love driving to the parks for that reason. Yeah. I've done it yeah. like you know once with the kids, but oh gosh, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah, yeah. People are saying on here. Yeah, what like Kristen said when my kids were approximately four or five, we bought a twenty dollar cheap umbrella stroller and then used them. You know, and it didn't really matter if they were stolen at that point. Exactly. There are tons of options. And we've talked about stroller options in previous episodes. But again, tons of options when it comes to that. Um, Alex is saying for a side-by-side -side double at Pop, we had to pull up the extra bed every time. But it does fit. Um, so can't get it in and out maybe quite as easily if you've got the side-by-side -side doubles. But again, they do fit in kind of the extra space near the kitchen at area, um, kind of between the kitchen and the, the window in those rooms. So there is some, some space to play with there, especially if you've been able to put like suitcases and things underneath. Um, some strollers that fold super flat would even be able to slide probably underneath those beds as well. Yeah, it's basically just Tetris with your value <laughs> resort. <laughs> just play it a is, lot of Tetris it'll before all fit. you go for practice. Somehow. <laughs> some way it will all fit it's almost yeah like I always tell my husband that he's just like I don't know I don't know if everything will fit in here and I was like oh I will make it fit we will find a way we have like stacked suitcases on top of each other to make things work we have fig yep. we will figure it out you know because yep. you gotta do we gotta do especially if you just you know need to save the money to be able to take your kids to Disney you will figure it out there's a will there's a way <laughs> absolutely tetris packing exactly chassis <laughs> put in the bathroom with the pack and play <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're not wrong those bathrooms do have some storage in there they've got some they little do. cubbies and some other some hangers and stuff you have plenty of space there's all kinds of, i mean and we have i have done food prep in the like the kitchen area too mm -hmm. in those value resorts because it actually has not a ton of counter space but enough like cubby Decent. area that you can kind yeah. of stack things around yep. to prep things and sometimes we just use an extra towel and just lay it out on the bed so we don't make a huge mess and just do yep. stuff on top of there for just like packing sandwiches or something mm -hmm. but I know it's not going to spill something on the bed like right you don't need that but <laughs> right but right it's really exactly. handy to be able to spread stuff out yeah you just make the and most I, of what you got yeah and I think the biggest thing is just kind of like knowing what space you're going to need when you go to unpack your stuff because I mean even like in my family, we've been a ton, but we just have a tendency like, okay, throw this here, throw that there. It's like, no, you got to like 
leave a little bit of space for this and leave a little bit of space over here for this. And honestly, that's part of the reason why I'm really excited for the suite that we're staying in because the one big thing that's different between the all-star music suite and the art of animation suite is the kitchen space. Hmm. And I forgot to mention this earlier. Um, so if you're looking at those suites, keep in mind the, the kitchenettes in the art of animation suites are very small. Um, there is maybe a foot and a half worth of counter space at the edge of the sink. Um, they do have kind of multiple levels that you can store things in similar to like the standard rooms, but they don't have a ton of space in the all-star music suites. There is like a full walk-in little kitchen, a full-size refrigerator and a microwave. So like huge game changer to have that space. So that was one of the main reasons why we wanted to try it out and see if it was worth the little bit of extra that those suites cost um, in comparison. No, so, I think that's great. Like, I, I'm, I'm interested to hear about it when you do Yeah, I'm super excited to, to hear about it. Um, Melinda says, just shove it all in there and quickly shut the lid down. And if it shuts, that's all that matters. <laughs> and yes, like when I Alex, it is true. Like you can request <laughs> microwaves at the value resorts. It's not guaranteed. Um, they may not have any available, but you can request microwaves. That is something that you can do. Um, now, that being said, there are like free use microwaves available in the food courts, um, typically around the like drink stations and like utensils and all that. Um, they will have microwaves there before. So we have requested microwaves before and they have not had any. So we would just, if we're making like oatmeal or something, we just run down there really quick, heat it up and bring it back to the room. So, but that is true. You can, yeah. or you can use hot water out of your coffee maker, depending on. We do that a lot. Yeah. Depending on some of those coffee makers are probably cleaner than others. So depending on, yeah, <laughs> you might want to I run a cycle before you use it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do that. Just for, it's not going to hurt anybody to do that. Just saying. <laughs> and you know, we didn't really talk about, um, the, standard room versus the preferred rooms too because the, there's two kind of like pricing tiers for values besides mm -hmm. the family suites they're, so they're just your standard room and then the preferred room tends to be closer to like the the transportation or the lobby or just like so it's less of a walk because some of these value resorts they sprawl like really mm -hmm. far and if you are using yeah. disney transportation and you don't have a car to park near it it mm -hmm. can uh, it can be a walk to get to all of those amenities and yeah. things so yeah, so that's, that's something to, to definitely look at because you can see on maps even, or like if you just do a quick Google search to see which buildings are preferred buildings and which buildings are standard buildings. Um, when you do check-in for hotels as well, you can request different things. Again, not guaranteed, but you can request being on the ground level. You can request being close to transportation. You can request specific building numbers if you do like a fax in request. Um, those aren't offered on the online version, but you can. There are fax numbers that you can fax in request to, like old school style. Um, <laughs> um, that is an not option all as well. Though, unfortunately. Exactly. None of that is guaranteed. Yeah. If you're in a preferred room, you're guaranteed to get in one of those buildings um, that yeah. they're calling preferred. And typically, like Kate said, they are the closest buildings to everything. So, again, it's just kind of luck, luck of the draw and just depends on what they've got available, what they're able to do. You're, if you're requesting early check-in, you know, there's lots of variables to that. Um, but those are different things that you can request. Yeah, and, it, and the preferred rooms do cost a little bit more than the standard ones. So mm -hmm. you've got to decide if that's worth it to you or you'd rather save the money. So 
another yep, thing. So the prices that I gave you were just for standard rooms. Um, so if you're looking ahead, if you're looking at those kind of preferred rooms, you're going to be looking at $50 more a night-ish, depending. Um, some are more, some are less. You know, it just, it really just depends. But um, again, for the Disney World website, if you're looking at, at those value resorts on property, it's going to break it down very, very easily for you. So you can see all the different options um, and preferred. And some of them have different views if you want a pool view or you want, you know, those types of things as well. Um, and some of that we'll get into a little bit more with Moderates and Alexis too, because I feel like they have even more kind of little options that you can choose. Um, yeah. But a lot of the value are just standard or preferred for the most part. Yeah, and I um, I love to on the touringplans.com. They they have a great room finder where you can like actually see the view from that room of like nice. any almost any room on property. If they don't have one, they have one that's very close to it. So that's a great resource for if you want to see like what what kind of room you might want. But again, mm -hmm. even and touring plans themselves, if you have a subscription there, and I don't I'm not paid by them or anything. I've just used them a long time. They um they actually have a service where they'll send in a room request for you. So you can go on the room finder, find a room you like, click on it and say, I want this for my stay. And then they will send at 30 days out, they'll send a fax for you. So you don't even have to think about it, um, yeah. which I've always liked, but I've, it's been real hit or miss for me, whether or not mm -hmm. I actually get my request. Um, last time I did not get anything close to what I requested and we had oh, a horrible no. view at the poly of the parking lot. So yeah. it, oh. you know, it just, you just take it in stride. You just, right. <laughs> hope for the right. best <laughs> yeah and barbie is saying you can also call ahead to make requests it will be on the notes and things can then be set up in advance so things like pack and plays um microwaves those types of requests that you're looking at definitely you want to call ahead um so that way things are already possibly even in your room or on the way to your room whenever you get kind of your notification um the other thing i do want to mention is you will definitely want to do um, early check-in on your app um, if you're staying on property. And I don't know, if does Disneyland offer that for their on-property hotels? Do you know for sure? I think we so. May, we it's may been so long since it. I've done it. I don't know. <laughs> right. Like, because yeah. I did DVC last time. So, okay. I don't know. I'd have so, to look it up. I yeah, so. so I would definitely... Um, they they will tell you to on the website for Disney World. It's not something that you're going to miss if you're kind of scoping out and checking um, your information on there. But do your early check-in. Um, like And for us specifically, we typically arrive before the 3 p.m. check-in time. Um, so we always request an early check-in. And like it will give you the option under there to select different like requests. But then it'll also show where you can select like check this box here if your early check-in time you know supersedes these other requests so those are kind of they, they let you kind of prioritize those um so that's something that we typically do um disney is really accommodating for that on our last trip we got into the resort about 7 30 a.m um i had requested an early check-in and by i think 8 45 our room was ready yeah that's that so, is true except for dvc dvc is usually not till afternoon so yeah down so again happen. nothing is guaranteed when it comes to that you can request all you want and just hope for the best and if you don't get something like 
a microwave or whatever that may be, always go up to the front desk and see if they can help you out and make sure that it got noted and, you know, things happen in computer systems and whatever it may be. So, you know, a little bit of please and thank you can go a long way with those cast members too. Be really kind. Yes, absolutely. Like I wouldn't, um, anything that you request, I know this last time at the poly, like I went to the front desk and I was like, it's my first, my husband's first time here. Is there anything you can do? And she was so sweet about it. And she was like, unfortunately, like everything's been, everybody's been checked in. If they hadn't had somebody checked in, they might've been able to move us. Mm-hmm. But you know, even that, and I'm like, in my head, I'm just like, well, then somebody else would have ended up with that room. And then I'd feel really bad. And so it's, it's probably for the best <laughs> that it ended up as it is. But yes, always be really kind and understanding too, if they can't do it. I was heartbroken but I also did it didn't yell at her or anything I was like thank you right. for your time you know she tried right, like she tried thank you for checking yeah 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 so train asked a good question she said how important are room views for you guys and she said open for anyone in the chat to answer um for me honestly it doesn't really matter personally um because we're always staying at value resorts and for me, the, the view really doesn't matter. Um, I typically don't request like pool, pool view because in the afternoon, my kiddos still like to have their downtime and the pool areas can be a little more noisy, noisy. than the other areas. Um, mm-hmm. We've had issues years ago, specifically at Pop Century that like the main, what is it? The hippy dippy pool, I think, plays very loud music, which is yeah. totally fine as they should. However, when we were trying to nap, it was not it was not great. So, um, those yeah. are the only really things that matter to me as far as that goes, but I don't really look at, at room view at the values at least. Yeah. And I think Anne brings it up. She just depends if you spend more time in the hotel or not. And I also think it, it, I think it makes more of a difference in the deluxe resorts than anywhere mm-hmm. else. Like, uh, I'm going to for sure try to request a view in, um, animal kingdom, especially if I'm like, in a standard view, but I'm trying to get a Savannah view room because there's some hidden Savannah view room. So I'm like, for sure going to try that. Um, I think for the the value and stuff, like you can't see much out your window. So I think it's more like location that I'd be requesting. Like I want Mm -hmm. these buildings, especially for let's say uh, Caribbean beach, that there's some that are closer to the Skyliner. If you want that, you know, like, so I would say I request more for location than view in probably for moderate and value, but in Mm -hmm. deluxe, I request view because sometimes you can get a a water view or partial water view that you would have to pay a higher price to get it a lot. If you're, excuse me, if you're trying to, if you're trying to do a standard, if you're paying standard, but you want to try to get like a sneaky water view, I think that is important. And there are some rooms that are truly awful in some of those rooms, like the ones that face the parking lot. I got a great (laughs) view of the ticket and transportation center. (laughs) And some people people watch with your uh, binoculars, right? (laughs) (laughs) We didn't get any, I was like the Polynesian. I was like, I was so ready for the tiki torches and like palm trees and they had none of it. I was so sad. So that's why I say though, that's when I think it becomes a little more important, but for value, I'd say location would be probably Mm -hmm. the reason you would want to do a room request more than anything else. That's exactly what Kathy said too. Depends on where I'm staying. I'm more location than view. And I think that especially at the, the values, like Kate was saying, there's, there's not a ton that you can really see. Um, yeah. Well, and some of the values are really like the buildings and the values will be really often left field and moderates Mm -hmm. too, because they're huge resorts. And so sometimes you'll end up walking like 10 to 15 minutes to get to transportation. If you're just, if you just say, I don't care where you put me, they're going to put you out there. (laughs) They will. Right. Exactly. Every time. (laughs) 
Yeah. And do, I mean, do building number requests, room number requests, all of that, especially at the values. Now, some of them, for example, like when I was looking at music, um, the suites are almost in like preferred buildings. They're the buildings closest to all of the like amenities and everything. So like for that, I knew that when I put in my request, I didn't need to request that because we were automatically going to be put in one of those buildings. So if you're in a specific type of room already, a suite or whatever it may be, look into that. So that way, when you do your early check-in and your online check-in, you know what makes sense for you to request. Um, yeah. Because if you're already going to be close to transportation, don't put that on your information. You don't need to, <laughs> right, you know, you right. can request ground floor then if you want to be on the, you know, what or whatever it may be that you're looking at, at requesting. So those are things to, to definitely keep in mind. And a lot of that I can find on, yeah, touring plans is a ton of information. Just Googling and looking for, you guys know, there are so many Disney bloggers and vloggers and people who have done room tours and all of the above. Just looking at some of that stuff online takes, you know, all of 10 minutes, maybe at the most to find what you're looking for. Yeah. And Todd says it really depends on how much time you spend in the resort and who is with you when you're talking about which room you're requesting. So that's true. You know, like if I was going to travel, let's say with the grandparents of my kids and I knew they were going to go spend a lot of time in the resort during the day, I'd probably try to get them at least a place where they didn't have to do a lot of walking to the room or mm -hmm. they um, were close to whatever amenity they might like, if they like the pool, if they like the, you know, so I, I would, it definitely depends on your family's needs and what you're, what you're in. If you're, if, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for all of your comments and your input and your questions tonight. It's so helpful for us to be able to read the information, answer questions live, kind of all of that. Um, it adds so much to our show. For, so thank you for those of you who have been contributing. Um, and if you joined us late, um, remember that we do um, kind of um, archive our episodes on via podcast and on YouTube. Um, so in the next few days, this episode will be available for you guys to listen to. Um, if you missed any of the information or want to hear it again, or again, like we said, we went over a ton. So feel free to post on discord, send us a message, um, all of our contact information, all of our social media for mom street is all available in our bios. Um, so keep that in mind. We have, I gotta mirror myself. Oh, wait, I got to turn this off. If you're interested in um, our fancy new little stickers we got. Oh, wait, those I have the shirt. Oh, yes, those are available as well as our shirts on Kate's website, DisneySisterOne.com. That link is also in our bios um, under the Mom Street information on there. Um, so keep that in mind if that's something you'd like. We had our first sticker order today, so yes, jump on it while you can. <laughs> um, and then, Kate, did you want to talk about the shirts really briefly? Yeah. And Oh, yeah, Mama Joyo, yes. We, Mom Street, I love the name, too. I think that was... <laughs> It was fun when we came up with that. We, we, we weighed a lot of options about what we would do, but we did. Um, we did. So the shirts, um, we have both right now we have long sleeve and short sleeve available and I'm going to look into a hoodie. I'm just trying to find one that's not super expensive because some of them are like 50 start at like $50. I was like, this is, this is spendy. So I'm trying to find an affordable option for you guys. Um, but the shirts right now, they're priced at $16 a piece. Unfortunately, because of production costs going up just with my supplier, I have to raise the price on them on um, by October 10th will be our last day. 
for them to be at $16 a piece and then the price will go up. So if you want a Mom Street USA shirt and you want it for kind of a discounted price, um, that now is your time. <laughs> You're done to do it. Um, the link yeah. is in my bio. It's at shop. Um, it's, so it'd be real easy to find. But um, they're really super comfy shirts. They're Bella Canvas and they there's a ton of colors that you can choose from. And then you can just wear them around the house or in the parks or anywhere you'd like. So, but yeah. there. Absolutely. Yeah. And we wish we didn't have to raise prices, but there's really nothing we can do, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, the world so is costing more. So yeah. Again, like up. we said, you know, we, we try to price our merch as low as possible. So we're still making a little bit so that we can put back into the community for you guys. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, we just want you guys to have it. Um, yes, Allie, stickers. We just got we just got them. Mm -hmm. um, so they just went up on the website a few days ago. So feel free um, to have at it. <laughs> the sticker yeah. price will not be changing. That is something no. that will, will be set. Um, so we made sure that those would be good for you guys. And then, yeah, just if you, again, like Kate said, if you want to get it at quote unquote, a discounted price, um, order before the 10th, that way you guys can have that price locked in. Yeah. And, um, I will say that if you order things, uh, if you order stickers or shirts, sometimes you'll get them as parts of your order, you'll get them from multiple locations. Cause right now Jackie has all our stickers. Some of them are coming yeah. to me, but you'll, yeah. you'll, you might get something from Jackie and something from my print shop and maybe a note from me if you order some of my stickers too. <laughs> so you might get them from multiple places, but we'll all, we'll communicate with you if that's the case. So just yeah. <laughs> FYI, but we also really ap appreciate your support. And also, like we said, a lot of the money goes right back into mom streets so that we can do giveaways for you guys i would love to do some sticker giveaways and shirt giveaways coming up soon um so look out for that and um, we'll let jackie go have a nice vacation in disney world first <laughs> then we'll yes, do some more giveaways i, I am hopefully going to be picking up um, at least one item for a giveaway while i'm down in the parks next week so um stay tuned for that we will announce that once that officially is in in my hands so um, exciting and we will go from there um so speaking of next week um i will be gone in disney world um about nine o'clock on thursday i will be at mickey's not so scary halloween party with my Yay. family and ellie and kirk and gina so we will be hanging out there um but kate will be here um yes. with our good friend here yes <laughs> with our good friend sarah who is yes. um the three mouseketeers on here a lot of you guys know her follow her um she's a fantastic disney creator she's a disney mom um she's a former cast member so she's got tons of great insight for the parks so kate and sarah will be on next week's episode um so be sure to be ready to tune in for that. So same time, same night, all that good stuff. Um, but just minus me and plus Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Bring your questions for Sarah, for cast member slash mom Sarah. So she's got lots yeah. of things to say. Um, Sarah was live today and raving about me. Oh, that's so sweet. Aww, I Sarah miss that. Is so wonderful. She's lovely. Such a lovely yes. person. I cannot yes, wait to really have a conversation is. with her. Because um, yes. we talk I via like, wait text, to... but we never get to talk face to face. So yeah. I cannot wait to, to listen to it after after the night. I will. Sorry, I will not be live in no. the uh, chat as you're. I may pop in and say hi, and that might that might be it. <laughs> I think that's all you should do. And then you yeah. should enjoy your family. It'll be great. Are you going to go live yes. in the parks at all? I know you're with family, so I'm hoping to. I'm not sure how much um, I haven't, you know, 
know, I definitely want to respect the privacy of especially my in-laws. I've gone live with my family before. My husband is, is all for it. Um, sure. But I want to respect the privacy of my in-laws if they're not comfortable. So I have to have that discussion with them and kind of feel it out and see. Um, I do plan on being live for some of the Halloween party for sure. Um, so that'll be Thursday night. I will um, hopefully not overlap too much with mom street that night, but it just depends on kind of what the schedule is for the evening. Um, oh, we can I'd all bounce bring... back and forth. Well, I right. can't, exactly. but everybody else can bounce back and forth. <laughs> I'd love to bring we'll you guys the, you know, the shows and the parades and the fireworks and those types of things while we're there that evening. Um, so we'll see. Um, I, I told a couple of the pocket fam that I would, I promised I would go live at magic kingdom when I ride splash mountain because, Shocker, I've never ridden Splash Mountain before. What? Hold on. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay, so I'm not a water ride person. I don't enjoy water rides at all. Get a poncho. Come on, girl. (laughs) (laughs) And for the longest time, I just didn't have any sort of, like, attachment to Splash Mountain just personally. Um, the more that I have read about the parks and the more I've been in the parks, you know, the more that I'm like, oh, I should ride that. And we really, we like, it was on our list to get to last trip. And I, I don't even know what happened and we just didn't get to it. Um, so it is on our list to do like first or second when we go to Magic Kingdom. So that'll be Wednesday morning, (laughs) next Wednesday. I feel Um, like there should be a penalty if you don't do it with this. I have, and it is now, I have announced. So everyone that is in here can hold hear and can hold me accountable. Um, but I promised um, my wonderful pocket from Christina that I would go live um, and show myself riding Splash Mountain for the first time. Um, and I've got to get a ride in before they change oh it. Goodness. And that, that's been my my intent all along. But I just, I I really don't do water rides, you guys. <laughs> so, you didn't, so you didn't do Cali River either? No, I've never ridden Cali River Rapids either. I just, what? I, I know. I'm just not a water ride person. I don't go to water parks. I'm just not a water person. I don't, I don't enjoy go to water the parks pool. either. So I, I don't that. enjoy I swimming that much. I like I'll go with either. my kids. See, like I just, it's just not my my thing. I know my See, chat I just is put on a poncho on me right now. I know. I, I just know. put a poncho on because I'm not really a huge water like get wet person either. Yeah. But I'll just put a poncho on and then I'm not like hardly wet at all. So that's. Yeah. Well, and I'll ride it early with my poncho on and I'll 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 survive. <laughs> I'll, I'll be okay, but so I did I promise that I would that. go that I would go live for that, um, and then I will post the um, replay of that probably on my TikTok channel just for for all of all of your enjoyment. <laughs> oh my gosh! And says uh, pirates and three caballeros, their water rides, but you don't get that wet at Disney no. World. and I and I've Disney done do. pirates, three caballeros, Frozen, all of those boat rides. I'll do all of those, um, even yeah. if you get a little a little splash Frozen in there. But kind of. Your your back gets wet where you sit, yeah. like in yeah. frozen. And pirates, like, if you time those wet. cannons wrong, you do get pretty pretty wet on on yeah. our pirates too. Um, but yeah. Disneyland, so, you get going down the two drops, you get wet. So oh, do you? A little, little bit like splash, yeah. not quite as bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I know, I know. My chat is yelling at me. I know. I'm sorry. So <laughs> like, how 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 is this possible? You know, literally. <laughs> well, and it's 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 hysterical. And I may have ridden it when I was like a little kid, like when I went on my first or second trip, and I just don't remember it. I'd have to ask my mom to see because like my first trip I was like five when I when I went maybe you have like secret um, trauma with it like maybe you went on it five and you were know. terrified and you're right. like now you just like a virgin right. I know I know so yes I I will be 
record and yes todd i will record it because wonky service on splash yes i will record it as well just to make sure i already warned my husband that uh i would be borrowing his phone for some recording so i can do live and recording at the same time <laughs> i have been there you feel really yeah. weird when you do that because yeah. people yeah. start looking at you like right. what are you doing lady I know. <laughs> So I will, I will be live for at least that moment. I may just kind of pop in and out sporadically. It just really depends on, again, what my in-laws are comfortable with, what, you know, what we're doing, how my kids are doing, all, all of that type of stuff. So I want to be as, as aware as possible for, for my kiddos, but I, yes, that is one so that important. I, yes, that is one that I, I did promise. So you'll get some live from me on Wednesday morning and then probably Thursday night during the Halloween um, party. I do also plan on doing a resort tour either Sunday when we check in or on Thursday during the day before the party. Um, cause That'd I know a lot, people, a lot of people, a lot of people also want to see, yeah. A lot of people's people also want to see those, um, the rooms, the, the suites that I'm staying in at music because it's such, I feel like it's like a hidden gem. It's one of those things that like not a lot of people realize are there. Um, so I definitely want to want to give you guys a look at at all of that. So just be safe. On, There's a lot of weirdos out there. Be safe. <laughs> I, show them I where will. you're staying. No, I will, and I will not show <laughs> room numbers or any of any of that type of thing. Um, you know, it so is so many weird people out there. It is what it is, and luckily for the most part, you know, I'm traveling with a group, and I feel safe That's where helpful. I am, and I'm not going to be alone anywhere. So we'll be good. I know. That's why I, I'm like. I want to tell about like the places I've stayed for Disneyland. I'm like, I'm not going to do that this time. Yeah. I'll say after yeah. I went yep. and how Perfect. it was, I will hundred percent do a report, Perfect. but I'm just like, uh, I'm not going to do that. And so yeah. I finalized a trip for myself. I'm going to go to Disneyland the 14th through the 19th of November. So I'm going to go head down to Disneyland and I'm by Yay. myself. So I'll have a lot of time to live stream and write and create and do all those good things. And see the Disneyland crew which will be really fun and then I have not booked yet because I'm kind of waiting to see if any deals come out for Disney World in um January because I know that this is about the time in this month is when they release all the deals for annual pass holders and you know if they're going to do any more Disney plus stuff it's like coming I know it's coming so I'm like I'll just wait and see what happens so hopefully I will be yeah I'm hoping to be back in Disney World in January staying at one of these value resorts <laughs> Perfect. But, but i'm just there to sleep yeah. in showers so who cares you yeah. know it's great, right so. exactly <laughs> well and it's fun when we get to go to the to the parks then you guys get all these bonus lovely special guests that come on our show so um we'll have to be planning out some other special guests and again as always if you are interested in being on the show you want to be on the show um, send us a message contact us let us know we've got a list of some people to contact but you know we we are always going to be looking for for more people to add to our mom street um family unfortunately at this point we are using tiktok so that thousand follower thing is something that we're working with and you know if we end up needing to move to to instagram or something like that we can figure out how to make that work um but that is that is all coming up so next week is kate and sarah um and then the following week we will jump back into resorts um with the moderate resorts and then deluxe and dvc and then it'll be time for christmas stuff which is crazy to think about it's coming so fast i'm not ready (laughs) let's get through halloween first let's get through halloween first one holiday at a time i feel like as a mom it's like (laughs) just do one at a time (laughs) 
Exactly. Exactly. Well, and as always, if you guys are looking for ways to contact us or looking for our merch or any of our replayed um, shows or podcasts, all of that is up in my bio and over in Kate's bio as well. Um, so feel free to look there. Um, most of you guys know where to contact us, but just in case you don't, you can message us on Discord, um, which is again, link in bio. You can message us on Instagram, um, you know, commenting on stuff. We have an email address, um, momstreetusa at gmail.com. Any of those are great ways that you guys can reach out to us, ask questions, um, give input. Um, if you guys have suggestions for future shows, um, any of that stuff, we would love to hear it. Yeah, we really love that this show is not just me and Jackie. It is all of us. It's all of us on Mom Street USA. So thank you for all of your input and your information and your questions. I think that really um, sometimes when Jackie and I put these together, we're like, well, this is kind of what we were talk about. But then you guys ask all these great questions and we're like, oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Oh, yep, yeah, let's 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 add yeah. that in, because those are the questions that all people are asking, all moms and parents and things out there asking. So thank you for interacting and being here and being um, the reason why we're here. So yeah. <laughs> we love Absolutely. you guys. And you guys are so supportive in so many ways, liking and following our social media and ordering merch and just being here. Um, you know, we're super appreciative of that. I think that's all I have for this evening. Um, those, yeah. I will just mention also a little plug for Distory tomorrow night uh, with Kirk. Um, it's Distory with Kate and Kirk technically the title um we'll be doing that tomorrow night at um 5 30 pacific 8 30 eastern and we'll be talking more about the tiki room specifically the walt disney versions of the walt disney world versions of the tiki room so um we'll continue doing that you can get your sticker and your shirts before the price goes up and <laughs> all the things at disneycicerone.com we love you guys, and this is one of my favorite parts of the week, especially talking to all of you, talking to Jackie. Um, I love this, just hanging out. So thank you for being here and being part of Mom Street USA, and we will see you next week with our special guest, Sarah, um, yeah. Three Mouseketeers. And Jackie, have a wonderful time at Disney World. Thank you. Bring us back all the happy memories and stories, because we want to hear them all. I will do my best. I think that's it. Have a great night, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.